Good evening, and welcome to the Laughing Monkey Music Show. Today, I have on the God of Hellfire, Arthur Brown. Now, before I even say anything, Arthur, I'm going to say the word I hate, and a phrase I hate is, I do not like the phrase one-hit wonder. And because people know, like, a couple songs of yours, you're one of the artists they do that to, and it makes me crazy. You have so many albums out and so many different albums. You're like, sometimes I'd be like, you're progressive rock, you're this kind of rock, you're this rock, you're theater rock. You are a very, very progressive and creative artist. And you are, I can't even tell you how many albums you've done. The list is endless. Welcome to the show. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. And I'm sure we're going to have a lot of fun. Absolutely. You're so creative and so out of the box, like probably like 100% in in the best way. And especially like nowadays, you can kind of be like, oh, everyone tries to be different just to be different. When you first came out, it wasn't like that. You had the voice of, you, you know, deep, the deep rich voice of Tom Jones, but then you had the opera voice of you know, Queen and, 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 and you eclectically you do all different types of music. Where is that well coming from inside of you? What is your, what's churning your brain, you know? <laughs> um, well, I, I think uh, just watching the world as it goes by and watching what happens inside and seeing what happens in in this world to all the people, and uh, also it's kind of um, if if you even if you just stand in front of a say a cliff, there's a response you have to it, and so the the responses are in my case I like to make sounds and and. Uh, to be involved with the theater of life by uh, mirroring the theatricality of everything. I can see that, yes. What's great is you've don't, you've had, when you had your hit come out, the, the, the public thought was a hit at the time. That's the problem is what are hits and what the mood is at the moment. Your music hasn't changed as a creative force. You've changed in doing different things to learn and grow and, you know, as an artist. When, when, when the world felt it was a hit, <laughs> they liked your song at that one time to make a commercial hit, you didn't fall into the trap of having to go back and do that. Your albums pushed more boundaries and more boundaries each time. Uh, yeah, I did try to do that. Occasionally you get, uh, well, um, you know, the rock and roll star is just one of the, one of the images in this world. So why shouldn't I do that? And then... Uh, for me, that, that was never a thing that really um, kind of uh, allowed what people respond to in me to speak. So I just did what, what I could do that they liked to hear. Or, or, you know, that they would feel was offering them something to the extent they wanted to hear it. And as you get older, I mean, obviously, a lot of a lot of the peers that everyone loves was always reaching out to you. You and who and you, you know, Robert playing like all different artists have always reached out to you because they've appreciated you as you are. You know, the thicky the thicky music industry has always been kind of goofy, and it's never been something you've ever followed that path. In fact, you probably you've probably seen the path and gone the opposite way <laughs> because that's not who you are. You know, you're you're a leader, not a follower. I, I can see even looking back, like a lot of things you've done with your your theatrics visually. A million artists have copied and still continue to copy today from your painting to the flaming hat. I still see that Lollapalooza, you know, by the way, your shirt, that shirt is on his website. He has some great, great merch on his website. You got to check it out. The link will be at the bottom of this so people can go to see his, his st- all his stuff, his dates, everything. We'll, we'll do that after. But that shirt I love. I noticed that earlier. <laughs> um, it, it's really great. So. Marching against a drum in the 70s and then in the 80s, and it always being out of fashion, but never stopping, never stopping. The muse in you had at some point, did you ever get frustrated, feel like, ah, maybe I should just do this? You know, like, you know, like the old one for the record company, one for me type of deal. It doesn't feel like you ever have. I mean, was that ever a battle you had to deal with? Like, um, Well, they're, they're always kind of precious and, and, uh, Depending what size of record company you're with, at a particular mm-hmm. time they they do or do not have the financial ability to um, 
get your idea and then make it work. Uh, and so to that degree, you might have to uh, alter what you were going to do. Um, for instance, in uh, 75, I, I, I was making an album with uh, Stevie Wonder and um, the, the record company suddenly that I was with, which wasn't one of the huge companies, pulled all its uh, artists away from uh, Tamla and uh, that proved to be the end of that project. <laughs> so, and so you, you go in a different direction. Vocally, do you still, do you do, are you doing any exercises like, to this point or do you sing a lot? Because your, your range and your, your strength, your voice is so strong. And as you get older, it doesn't always do that for you. There's some singers, you know, even back, we, we used to reference in the 70s, that their vocal range, even if they took care of it, is not the same, you know? Your voice, I just heard a quarantine thing you did, you know? You did a shriek that could peel the leather off a you know, baseball. I was like, whoa, you know what I mean? Rock is not dead. I mean, so that's fantastic. Are you, is it just natural or you, do you work at that? Well, there, there is, uh, you know, as, as you get older, the body has certain changes that it goes through and uh, some things are not as easy as they used to. Um, but a lot of that is just uh, imagination as well. Uh, what has been supposedly written by experts as well when you do get oh you can't do this anymore and you mm -hmm. shouldn't do it um i think if you actually kind of listen to your body and what what it is flourishing through and what makes it not like uh being uh alive in the way that it was um then, then there's a, a, a much more ongoing situation. I, I did a lot of uh, different kind of exercises and disciplines uh, across the years. Um, and that helped my body stay uh, in, in reasonable shape, you know, and, and, and even if it's uh, what, what looks like a very simple thing like going, going on walks through uh, through a chosen uh, environment, mm -hmm. I mean, the, 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 the mind to stay well has to have a certain amount of um, uh, stimulations from different inputs. And when, when you're, say, walking through a countryside scene, there are so many different things and they change with each change in the weather. And if you're awake to that, then um, that helps to tune up the mind. As, as you're walking, the, the, the body, uh, as the leg comes forward, mm -hmm. the spine rotates a bit. And uh, all of that kind of gives a massage to and keeps flowing uh, the, the, uh, the central nervous system. And then there's, there's exercises, obviously, you can do for the core. Um, if you're climbing fences, and, um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> then you've got a, a certain different, you know, a change. Right, that. right. And so there's, and there's a lot of things that sound uh, possibly quirky that, that I like to do. For instance, um, you, you can do... Uh, all your sawing with a mechanical saw. There are some things that it's maybe a good thing to do, use a saw, right. a mechanical one, but the rest, yeah. you know, why go to a gym to, to get those ex muscles going? You know? If you use the, the tools and, you know, just like pliers, you've got, you're gripping things and, and turning in different arcs and so that keeps the the body fit you can make your own sort of gym program out of daily uh exercises and you build houses on the side right <laughs> gotta go work out and you build a house no it, it, it seems I've got, I've got a friend like that in uh, texas that uh we we sometimes work with in, in his studio and 
uh, we always know when he's on holiday because he's building another house. <laughs> <laughs> Probably feels good. I, and I say it because you are in good shape and you have been, you know, it's changed the, the, you know, what people do for musicians play out, you know, in the past, like remember like being like 50 years old, it used to be old and playing out. It's not like that anymore. You know, no. it's, it's, it's a whole new thing. And a, a lot of people, I mean, geez, I remember when I was young, when my grandfather, I'm 50 now, when my grandfather was my age and I was younger, I thought he was the oldest person in the world. But, but, he, but physically it was like, he was the oldest person. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. not the same shape. I'm actually probably in better shape, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in great shape by any means. The point is, it's changed so much and it's light years ahead now. And, and you're performing at, you know, you're doing these huge festivals and huge, huge concerts and it's the energy level of a 20 year old. So whatever you're doing is working. And I think it's, it's important that people start to incorporate changes in their bodies to, because it's possible. I, I think so. And, uh, you know, if, if you find, say for instance, you're, you're dancing, uh, if you've got a, a form of dance, that you're involved with, which you've been doing since you were young, your muscles are, they move in that way. Mm -hmm. So uh, as long as you keep doing it, you're, you're probably going to be able to do it uh, way into the uh, 80s, 90s. You, you are quite a dancer yourself and quite a very uh, physical performer. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I, I can't, there are things that I can't do now that I, I used to be able to, um, partly because I don't really want to <laughs> you know, anymore, uh, and and partly because uh, if if say like for our um, latest uh, show, the multimedia show, it's called mm -hmm. uh, a human perspective. Yeah. And, uh, the the movements there are. Um, some of them are, are, are sort of make use of some of the uh, positions and and, uh, and styles that I, I I used to use, but we're we're also moving into looking at different uh, cultures and and realizing that underneath all of them they have this kind of whatever is their form of a ritual movement which speaks mm -hmm. to a different part of the, the, um, the listener or the viewer. And so we're, we're creating movements like that. And so they, they have a different kind of uh, movement to them. It's, it's rather like if you have semaphore, you know, where the shapes are very simple, A, you know. Yeah. See uh, and and make use of what the what the movement is that carries the feeling behind that particular section of the act, and so they demand a different kind of movement, and uh, and also uh, the kind of um, textures in in the materials of the costumes have uh, uh, an equivalent in the actual body movement because if you've got a, a, a material that stretches out as you open your arm mm -hmm. the folds of the, the the material if they're moving in time with the the, uh, the music have a, a, a certain quality about them and then you move that through different musical contexts in the act, and there's a different um, use of that. And my my uh, my partner and manager Claire Waller has been very uh, very much a part in developing those um, those attitudes and those capacities that, that we use in that. It's fantastic. So that's let's just talk about so that show you're doing you're preparing now because it's going to be well, COVID kind of messed everything up for everybody. But that show is going to be 2022. You're going to be really doing a lot of that, right? Yes, yes, indeed. And you've also been doing some work in the studio. Can you share about some of that stuff that you're working on, or, or a little oh, bit, or 
there's there's uh, several different uh, projects. Okay. There's there's the <laughs> like you said the the um, the, the uh, charity ones for the, mm-hmm. the COVID um, and for raising money for um, musicians. And, great. Uh, so um, that has been done through the uh, kind of Zoom. Zoom, yeah. Where, you know, and, uh, it was certainly the first uh, time that uh, we've been using the Pro Tools that was set, you know, came into <laughs> our, and then somebody else coming in from a different country and, and operating the, the, uh, the instrumental section. And then That's a- someone, someone else uh, recording the voice and all that. So that was quite an interesting um, uh, project. And, and it, it sort of blossomed in another, in the same form, but for another mm-hmm. one, which was um, uh, Claire was listening to the, the internet, some channel and um, said, oh, listen to this. And we listened to it and it was a, uh, a band from Peru, uh, Flor de Lotto. And, mm-hmm. and uh, they have a, a, an indigenous uh, flute player who's just marvelous. And, and it turned out that he's the, the sort of senior flute player for that community in Peru. And um, so we ended up uh, doing a, uh, a track with, oh, with cool. this band, and it's been produced by the uh, Roy G, who uh, did a lot uh, with Bruce Dickinson of yep. Iron Maidens. Which you did the spoken word on his um, uh, album, escape me the album you did. It was a Chemical Wedding, I think. Yes. Right? Yes. Definitely. You're everywhere. You're even everywhere in my life. Even if I'm not listening to you, I'm still listening to you somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, you got you got to keep on your toes. Uh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, and, and um, so they they're doing very well now in Peru. I think they're with their own uh, music. They're number one, so that's very nice. Um, and uh, that that. That track we did um, actually was when 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 we came to do it in the end, uh, it, it brought the kind of approach that, that I had to adopt for that um, is now the one we will not for that song. It's already done, mm-hmm. but for the the new album I'm doing in um, next year, uh, that's where that will be based. And uh, I don't really want to say much about no. it. No, 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 that's fine. Not, I don't expect uh, you to. I, I just want to share what you have going on because you embrace everything and you bring everything to like music from all around the world, all kinds of culture. And you've always been doing that, you, you know, and the world's not always been like that. And that's why I like talking about it with you because there's, it's so much... You know, you have a wealth that you know no one's aware of. Ah, well, I, I think yeah, as you say, because uh, people have been perhaps uh, inclined to watch more and, and look at things and be and turn yeah. inward, turn inwards a bit and uh, forget like oh well I only like this oh what is that um, the 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 capacity to look at different forms of music. Uh, has it's it's a paradoxical thing because on the one hand it's grown, mm-hmm. and on the other hand you've got all of these tiny niche markets where people only listen to that. But um, <laughs> generally, yeah. generally it's been a, a wider appreciation of different forms of music. There there is a lot more avenues, and which supports more of an artist like you, because you don't have the same channels. You nothing can stop you now. It's just getting into the people if they can get their heads off of the, oh you said the same type of thing you know i mean but there's yeah. so much like i recommend people go back and listen to your you know your, your kingdom come three albums i mean there's so much i mean i like all your stuff but i mean that right there says so much you know what i mean like so good 
Um, yeah. That, that was other... kind of a three-year project, if you like, uh, mm -hmm. because we had a three-year contract from um, Universal uh, or German Polydor, as it was then. Um, and uh, that, that in, we just went through many, many changes as, as we started with people who didn't know each other and then gradually you get to know each other. And so it, it all develops and changes and the music changes and the, the kind of things you're, uh, the, the approaches you have to things change. And so, yeah, that's just come out as a, a box set, uh, yep. including the, the origins of, of the music, uh, which in that case was doing jams and then pulling things out of the jams. Um, and, and some of them would normally you would have rejected outright. Um, but you just think, well, okay, uh, that's what we did. So what, what can we do with that? Oh, and well, you know, it was one of those uh, things where I'd, I'd come back from America and it was the time of, um, should we say, a bit of disenchantment with the, the way that the, all the new visions of life and society were being shut down by the, uh, the more conservative political mm -hmm. forces in the world. And, and, uh, and so... Well said, well said. <laughs> you, have to, you have to choose your words when you get Right, to exactly. You said it well. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'd like, wanted to also retain kind of, well, there's, there's certain things in there that whether or not there's this movement, I, I feel uh, are genuine uh, responses to the, the human uh, lot, you know. Um, so it became, uh, what we did was uh, we, we became at once ultra conservative in that we booked a rehearsal studio from 10 till six and treated it mm -hmm. like a job for uh, some months to write the piece and get to know each other. Um, the first piece was a Galactic Zoo dossier, uh, which is sort of like, uh, if you look at the, the whole human experience, the whole way we live as, as a kind of zoo. Um, and uh, also looking at it, okay, well, if we're going to get into uh, a music that is going to be plastic enough to deal with uh, things that are in the, the psyche generally and are, you know, political things were falling away, mm -hmm. uh, aspirations were suddenly submerging under, ooh, lots of money and, you know, all, all kinds of things were going on and there was presidents being assassinated uh, yeah. left, right and center, you know, I mean, uh, and, and great leaders and everything, then how could we have a music that might be broad enough to to take that and, and have some contact with it? And so it felt to me like, well, okay, we have to do some uh, kind of make some exercises for the band to be able to be flexible. And uh, so we did, we did, we took all these exercises and some of them came to um, fruition on, on particular numbers. So I, well, there's one number where we decided that, um, well, if you've got an instrument like the guitar, <laughs> normally you play it according to the scales and they, they have, we have arranged them in a way that everybody can recognize. Yep. And we have built structures musically. And rules and then yeah, you break the rules. So, Sometimes it doesn't make sense, but it makes sense. Yes, and so we thought, right? Okay, we, let, let's make our own. Let's, let's take the the keyboard uh, or the fret of the the guitar with the strings. <laughs> let's take a little triangle and move it up and down the strings, and say that okay, only the ones that come inside this triangle are going to be used in this number. And, and so you get a different relation between all the 
the parts of the piece and, and the notes in it, uh, because it's not doing the normal pattern rules. And so we did exercises like that, and uh, uh, the, the ability for particular uh, instruments to respond to each other um, by playing games, you know, it's almost like, uh, you know, Arcala says, that's, that's a children's game, but if you do that musically, and then you have another one where that's like, okay, I've, 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 here's a phrase, bong, 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 bong. and then the, the keyboard player picks it up, guitar player fits in, picks up the same phrase, and, mm -hmm. and then they, they stop and they all play the same phrase at the same time, but one comes out slightly differently, and that, you know, you shift this, and you keep going round and round until you, you kind of lose the, the idea that there is a, a phrase, it's just something that has its own life. And it's, it becomes a very flexible relationship between, I might go then, da -da, and the keyboard goes, da -da -da, da -da, boom, boom, bass. So everybody's making up these uh, patterns and it becomes a flexible language between the musicians. And so in, in some of the, uh, the pieces, uh, there is a very uh, one note type following the other between different instruments uh, and it, 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 it moves I think somewhat in the way that uh, on the one hand sort of classical music might move although it doesn't necessarily sound classical. No no but it's like saying that Bob Dylan influenced punk rock. Yeah. And you're, you're like what? And you're like no because he went against what he did he said what he did he sang in a way that wasn't normal then he went and got electric, <laughs> which went against his whole fan base. You don't get any more punk than any of that. So, it'd be, you know, I get what you're saying. Yeah. 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 And um, so, it, it, yeah, then it allowed us things to kind of overall. Dynamic. It's very smart. It's very smart. And it's a very an interesting way to listen to it. And, and, and the music is great. And, uh, I don't know. What's the phrase? You probably heard the uh, best one. Space rock. I like that one. Oh, space rock. When they refer to your that those I love that one. That sounds fun. Um, it's good. It's it's good, but it's a fun name. When, when people would work with you, I imagine even by now you you know you you are a lot more known. But even back at the time, did you have a hard time finding artists that will either say want to work with the idea of the celebrity of you had a, a hit single, or they knew who you were as a creative force that's not going to do everything, chorus verse chorus. Was there a challenge or? to get the crew in to work like that, you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes there was. Uh, you know, obviously, if you were a jazz musician, you might have a feel to, for that, mm -hmm. uh, improvising and uh, structures and things. Um, but in those days, that, that it, it wasn't so much uh, a part of the, the, the rock pantheon, you know? No. And so... No. It, 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 it was a question of uh, finding people who had the same, not, not exactly. No, but like, like, like the sensibilities, like the, the, the sensibilities of the free form, you know, yeah. the adventure. It's like a musical adventure. Yes. Yes. And then so you could talk to, like, for instance, for where, where I was using the jam as the source of right. music and, and of certain musicians afterwards would say, well, no, I'm not. I know I did that, but I'm not, that's not where I want to go. And that's fine, you know, because yeah. it helps us not waste time and helps them not waste time. But, but um, it, it was uh, a way of um, looking at if, if you were not just playing how you feel, but mm -hmm. playing with a vision of whatever it was, um, it might be a like say on, on one of the jams, it was a journey from the countryside to the town and um, all the, the, the different way you might feel yep. and, and the different things you needed in each. each. Um, and of course, the, that was just a background to, okay, get, now 
like a soundscape to your story? Yeah, yeah, and and, and without um, starting with a, a particular form, mm-hmm. just starting to say, right, this is what we're doing. Off we go. And it seems so, like it was some of the biggest challenge, especially back in the seventies, where it was either. Dun, dun, dun. I mean, you're the artist who I love, but also the only artist I can think of who who is just as known for being open would be like, like Zappa. You know, you uh, need to be open when you come into the project, you know? Not that you guys sound the same, but once again, Frank was the same way. There's so much music in something. This could be music. You know, it was what you do with music and what you do with it, you know? But you got to be open. Yes. You know? And you can't be coming in for the celebrity because, you know, we're going to write something. We're, we're going to create something. We're not going to redo something. That's already been done. You're going to create. So roll up your sleeves yeah. and, you know, and, you know, the, the world wasn't like that at the time. You know, the record labels were not going to bank that. The, the record banks were going to pay for that kind of stuff. And, you know, they want, I want fire number one, two, and three, every album from you. I want, you know, can you do this? You're like, no, I did that. I need to do something different now. You know, if I do it again, it's because I want to, but I'm <laughs> on to something new. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And that, um, that... That, of course, was uh, evidenced in, in the career of people like uh, Hendrix, for one, yeah. uh, who, who would say, I remember he said, well, uh, my idea of heaven is to, to sit and listen to Buddy Guy play. <laughs> and of course, Buddy has all like high-speed playing and different... Yeah. Uh, different points of beginning and stuff, uh, but but of course Hendrix was the one who, if he was influenced by that, also brought in all the electronic instruments. And of course, so that means we we have to be awake to what is the current state of technology uh, for doing music, and, and what does that mean to music? What is I, I, possible? And I put a caveat on that, what I thought was really fun is how you said that you started doing Zoom for recording. What a lot of people don't realize is you were one of the earlier proponents for using a drum machine. So you've always been on the cusp for the cutting edge of technology and music. So you're still doing it by recording. You're not behind because everyone's this Zoom recording has been a thing this year. So you're right there once again from, you know, you're still doing it, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah and, and, and also we had... Uh other ideas uh, in, in that band that we could uh, perhaps take um, technology from um, brain surveying and use that to create music, you know. And now, uh, unfortunately, the technology, we want, for instance, we thought, well, if the Pope comes to England, and we could just get him to stand on stage and we put this thing on him and, and music comes out of his head without <laughs> even, he, he's not even thinking musically. Yeah. Uh, but the process of thinking itself is, is music. And so the, we, the, the technology wasn't uh, subtle enough. Now it's pretty much on there. And so yeah, you, can draw, you can draw a picture and present it to the machine and the machine's going to compose it for you, which is yes. pretty, pretty neat. Yes. And, and that's uh, on a basic linear thought. That's not even talking, expounding it on, on what you're talking. That's just, that's just crazy. <laughs> well, and also that means that, that our show, the, the multimedia thing, becomes a different uh, creature as well. Because you, you, you have a note, there's an immediate visual response. And, uh, you know, like, like say in that, going back to the brain thing, Mm-hmm. It also is linked with the visual side. So when you when you are watching the the brain, you're seeing the responses and their colors moving uh, and rainbows and things that are coming out of of the brain in its normal manner of functioning. And then you can see things in it that are repeated patterns that maybe well um, that, that seems so useful. You know that. Yeah. One. Why have I got that in there? And it, and it opens up, and then you have the capacity. I I I suddenly realized that each note of a solo 
if you like, is a choice. On some level of your 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 mind, you're making these choices. Right. So that's why solos are between great artists. There's a lot of difference in the way they will come at a particular melody, for instance. And um, so we decide to concentrate on the area of the brain that makes decisions as far as getting a, a signal yeah. coming out. Like the, like the frontal lobe? Yeah. Yeah. And, and deeper, deeper inside the middle there, there yeah. there's, there's a place. And, and so you then focus it a little different than the, the machine that's receiving so many immediate sounds. If, you, if you've got a, a brain machine, the, the yeah. potential sounds that you've got in there are just ginormous. And so you have to narrow them down to a focus that can be, you know, an immediate image. And, and the visual image that comes out is quite astonishing as well. And, oh, is it? And responds immediately. Immediately, you move the mind into a different way of thinking. And so now you can do that on stage between the, the man or woman who is operating the, uh, the visual uh, technology, which now is just unbelievable. It is like painting. Right. Uh, and it, like you say, can take a very simple thing like speech or whatever, and yeah. suddenly it's a visual pattern. Uh, and then there are choices you can make with that, and that's where the 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 person uh, operating that is is an artist in, in their own right. They they're taking these possibilities. Going, no, I'm having this right now. And, and it's like the same process, if you like, as making a solo on a guitar or a keyboard. That is so like meta on so many levels. You're like, not like, you, you're like the conscious, the, the conscious uh, of, the, of the mind. Like you're, you're like, it's like a soundtrack. You're like the soundtrack for the, for the, for the human conscious, what you are, of, of, of what you create on some level, is what it sounds like to me. I guess I've always felt that on some level, but I never really thought about it till. We've had this discussion where not just the human conscious of being like I'm awake conscious, you know what I'm saying? On a, on a level, I'm conscious. I'm I'm hearing. I'm seeing. I'm smelling. I'm aware of everything. And these are all all these sets that I have to to think, and they all come together. And you're and you're you're taking that, and you in your career, not just now, but is is like you're like the soundtrack for it. You have embraced it, you know, and, and been into cheerleader for it in a way. You know, yes, yes, without the pom poms, or maybe you have, maybe I missed that, <laughs> that stage show. Maybe that's in the next one, you know. <laughs> but, but seriously, I mean, you really have, you have, you have done that in such a great way. And, and I just wanted to add that with this, and people listening that aren't familiar with this, you, first off, you got to come in an open mind because maybe you might not like everything. Maybe your brain isn't used to it. Maybe you're used to the radio edit of the two four, two four, two four, everything, the rock and roll happy face sandwich production. So your brains might be used to it. So you need to take a, a breath and like wine or something, and and listen, listen to it in a way where you're open to the sounds. And it's not just making sounds because these concepts sound great. They, but but it also makes good music. You also self-edit in a way where it's still palatable for everybody, because yeah. people can do stuff like this, and they have. And you're like, oh, <laughs> everything's not everything's music. Yes, but that's also not you. You do have self-editing in a way where you compose it. Yes. And I think, you know, if, if uh, just on a one parallel, no. a parallel level, yeah. uh, I think it's Kanye West did a gospel album recently. Mm -hmm. And when you look at it, the way he has taken that gospel thing and feed, feeds into it stuff that you would never imagine could, could be put together as one piece of music. Yep. And it and it succeeds because he he did do that stepping back or whatever process you were talking about. Yeah. So, so as to not get in the way and go oh no I got uh, no it was like oh look this is coming I'm going to and and with this this other feeling for the background of of the the gospel things. So I think you you, you know you're right that we 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 for instance. In one of the sessions, 
-hmm. And I think this might be uh, the first time that it's been done. Once we were recording with the, the, the brain machine, mm -hmm. and this is so awesome. The, the, music, <laughs> the, the thing stopped. We stopped. But then we suddenly realized that well, the, the, the music is changing of its own accord. What? And then, then we realized that we hadn't turned off my brain machine. We're all with the our you know our respective instrument, and so we realized that oh, well I'm not making any choices consciously because I was thinking about the board here. Yeah. But it's still being made on a certain level of the mind, and that is changing the music. And so that's like a whole other level right there. That is literally. Another 40, 40 years of thinking and, and, and playing around with that idea on a level of you have your conscious and your subconscious and they don't always work together at the same time. You know what I mean? And then you add that to it and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I oh think my... that, you know, that's one. Arthur, you are, you are a rabbit hole of musical ideas. <laughs> I don't know how you get, get to the end of one journey. <laughs> they just get better and better, you know? Well, that is fun. One... One strange journey is that, um, uh, well, a couple. I'm doing uh, the current album I'm doing, uh, which will be, I think, the next album out, is with uh, a company that works in uh, Germany, United mm -hmm. Kingdom, and America, and worldwide. But it's got three epicenters, if you like. And um, they're called uh, Prophecy. And uh, very telling. Another, yeah. <laughs> Feels like an episode uh, of the Black Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah. Yeah, and they, they have a, a sort of company that works in tandem with the Magnetic Eye. And um, that, that is a, uh, a company who like to put, like to let the artists be involved in all the procedures of, of mm -hmm. when you're bringing out a piece of work. And they, yeah. they like to come along with a uh, beautiful, uh, beautifully conceived and executed book with, with the, the record. Well, um, when you're ready for that, you can come back and we can break it down so you don't have to spill any secrets because you're always going to be welcome here to, to, oh, to talk about your stuff, okay? Oh, lovely. Lovely. I, I would love to because you are, you are a thinker. And, and I tell you, with music, it's like, there can be a couple of times. Music can be like food. Sometimes you just want to have jello. You just want to enjoy it. It's just simple and plain of vanilla ice cream, right? It's great. It's yeah. guilty. But sometimes you want to have a layered, crazy thing. And you're more of a very creative meal. You know what I'm saying? So, but there's room for all of it, you know? Yes. But you're more of a specialty that isn't, your dish that's not made very often. It's so thought out in so many levels that it's, you know, we could talk for hours. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll we'll do a little sampling tonight. I want you to come back a lot because we I want to keep supporting this stuff. This is we can, you know all along the journey with you, you know. Oh, lovely, I, lovely. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, yeah. There's a, a lot more to come, evidently. You know, there, I say there's a lot. I don't want to like have you slide anything as we get in these talks because I know, and you're such a smart man. And I think, and I see these interviews with people, and, I, and they they always go back to the same. I mean. Yeah, guess what? The same on the God of Hellfire is cool as hell, and it's always been cool as hell because it's been fun. I don't know. You just you hit a point. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's fun. It, you mean you, you know, it's just like any other thing. But my God, you just did so much more than that. I mean, uh, you know, Gypsy Voodoo or Zim Zam Zim. Th that is just as relevant as as what you did in '68, and just as strong. Like maybe even stronger. I'll be honest with you. I think Zim Zam is just like at this point, this is my favorite one right now. Well. Maybe Journey, maybe maybe Journey from Kim Come. I'm gonna be honest with you, it depends. We're Matt in the headspace. You know what I mean for that one. So you you've yeah. got you know some great stuff, and maybe at some point we'll come back. We'll do some deep dives into some of that stuff too. Um, yeah, I think that you know that that was uh, partly because I got, got in in terms of say Zimtan uh, some younger musicians, mm -hmm. uh, but who had the same. Uh, wish 
in terms of what what do we want to make uh, if we if we make an album together, and and so that that brought a lot of different textures to it than I had been uh, accustomed to, and that was great because you it's exciting, out. right? You're like it's like it's like falling in love again, right? It's like literally yeah. falling in love again, and how exciting. In life, there's not much more exciting than falling in love with music again and again and again, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. And re reimagining the relation between, say, an artist and, and the record company and the business and, and the media and everything. Um, but for instance, with, with our, our setup, uh, my, my manager, Claire, mm -hmm. uh, is also the uh, creative director. And so the management becomes part of the whole. And also, I spoke with her a, a, a little bit, a little bit, a sweetheart also. <laughs> a very kind person, oh, yeah. too. She's a very, oh, yeah. all pluses. Lovely. I'm very fortunate. You are. To be that we're, we're partners as well in life as well as business, you know. It, it makes um, sense. I, I should at this point also mention a, yeah. uh, a kind of adventurous horror record. That I'm making uh, with with uh, and this is with the um, sort of it's part of uh, the whole picture of recording, which includes mm -hmm. prophecy and everything. And they're well aware of this album yeah. that is a horror album with Cleopatra Records from uh, uh, yeah. Los Angeles, and they 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 have a particular way of doing things that is. Uh, Kind of different again to uh, to the normal way of making a record. If you're starting uh, with the artist's vision mm -hmm. and just following the artist's vision, now if, if you take a, a a business person who's also got an artistic vision. Okay. And they may come at it a different way. And so they may say, well, uh, as far as I'm concerned, a band is whoever I think is a, an absolutely brilliant person yep. and, and fits with this vision that's going to be surrounding the, the voice. Mm -hmm. and, and it's going to be part of a, a music that is created and, and yeah. so that's that's how the uh, that's how they do with things there. Yeah, and that's they've done some good things like that. Yeah, they, they have done some good projects like that. They've had a pretty good ear so far for for oh, putting yeah, people together. With uh, Captain Kirk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fantastic stuff. Yeah. It, it was really good. Um, that's 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 it's, it's fantastic, and I think the fact that your voice. And it's almost like, if I was you, I would have been. You must have had a couple of good chuckles knowing when you came out and the record company and feeling the whole. Once you got the gold record, and they're like trying to funnel you, funnel you, funnel you, and and to do their rules. And now it's almost like falling away as you walk. It's it, you know, it's life's going. It just falls to the ground, and all these different things that you know, you can do a record for here, and you can do it for here. Like it's coming to you in the way that you are. Like finally. Yeah, it works the way you you know it's it's working the way you do as an artist, and not them trying to yes. make you be the guy with the fire, and and and, and follow their their safe little their dangerous safe package. You know what I mean? You're yeah. just a creative force now, and you're just picking what works now, and they're like musical exercises, sort of. Yes, and 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 uh, at, at, at the same time, obviously you you're going forward. Oh, yeah. um, and with this multimedia approach, which, uh, you know, was, for instance, you mentioned the, um, the drum machine yeah. band from Kingdom Come. Uh, this was a, a, that was a multimedia performance. Um, and so we we're able to do it. All those ideas then, which we were able to do in the form of the technology of that day, they're still valid now. And so we're, we're able to do them in a, a different uh, approach. And, and uh, then where does that go? <laughs> so it, it's still ongoing. And yep. um, 
you can, I, as a result, I can take things from the past and re, re, reshape it them and say, yeah, well, we, what we were trying to do was this. And in those days, you had that as a technology. Now, look at it with this technology. It's the same thing, but look at it. That's what we were really aiming at. And uh, that's a really wonderful feeling, you know. It's exciting. It's, you know, and it's, I wonder how many people listen to your earlier stuff. We're talking about Kingdom Come just because of the multimedia and the thought process behind it. Yeah. Are now like in higher positions, like in Apple and Microsoft and creative spots, because that probably was the age and generation of, of that audience to really get that. Because, you know what I'm saying? So I'm looking at, I actually, uh, no. So 1972, I mean, you're thinking like the doors and certain things. So not everyone's listening to Kingdom Come a little bit different. You know what I mean? So people that are wrapping their minds around that, I'm sure their brains continued on to bigger creative processes too, you know? Absolutely. I would love to, and I would love to hear some of these people be like, yeah, you know, and then I work, you know, doing this, you know, for Spielberg or you know what I'm saying? It's, it's gotta oh. be, yeah, you yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? The footprint of what that did or a seed even, you know what I mean? Clearly, I'd love to see that line, <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, that's, be fun? that's the project. Right. right. See, there you go. So you, it's all you. You probably did five projects while we were talking right now. You probably subconsciously <laughs> created five more projects, right? That, that, you know, before release. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is. It is a question now of, um, you know, contextual thing. That, for, for instance, with the that Peruvian band, it, it, yeah, they just came in and said, "Oh, we we." We're so glad you like our music because we wrote to them when we heard it. Um, would you like to do something? And so then they sent me the track and I had to mm -hmm. re reconfigure how I was thinking at that time of, of music. And it's like, well, hmm, how do we go about this? You know, and uh, exciting. So it's always, yeah, it's always an, an alive process, and, a challenge. Uh, yeah. You've never rested on your on laurels. There are well, I don't even think you have laurels. Do you know where they are? <laughs> you know, in, in the garden. In the garden, right? There you go. Yeah, yeah, because you know, like we've got a, a nice garden here, and I like uh, I like watering it and watching everything grow. And uh, vegetables, we, we've got peas, beans, carrots, beetroot. Uh, um, we, what we but nurturing, watering, uh, growing, creating, it's all something you're still doing. It's still just a different manifestation of what you do. You yeah. Know? And how do, how do you bring all of that together? I, th I think a, a creative, if, if I, it always struck me as, as something quite phenomenal that um, the very people that we were kind of using as models to take our music. Mm -hmm. and put in, um, put in a, a concert hall and have yeah. people come from their work and listen to this music inspired by people who went out and worked all day in the fields and came back and for entertainment for themselves made this music, which, right. you know, and then we take it and make it into, oh, well, it's this form. Yeah. Or, or, or it's, uh, you know, well, we're going to call it reggae. And uh, now now we've got, and, and um, so how to make your life and your music and your art and your all part of the same uh, creative process. That's, that's uh, the biggest challenge. How do you turn it off to take a break? Like what? What is Arthur Brown like? What's his, what's, his, what's like, and I say guilty. What is your fun not thinking movie or your fun not thinking book? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just to turn it off so you can be like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I do like uh, uh, of, of the, the English ones, Doctor Who. I, I love Here we that. go. Yeah. I like the, uh, obviously, of the older ones, Monty Python. Just yep. As a way of standing everything on its head. Or, or I can't the, watch anything still. I still, I was watching the Vikings uh, and I'm still thinking of, they're walking through, he's carrying the back. I'm thinking of a Monty Python sketch. I think it's like, it has ruined any serious piece of anything. You know what I mean? It's yeah. seriously like, I can't watch anything. And I love those movies. I watch them all the time. I always still think of Monty Python because, you know, you quote him as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and uh, of course, you know, if, if 
I, I, I was born quite a while ago, and before that, there was the Goon Show uh, with Spike Milligan, Harry Seacombe, yeah, and various other people who became very, you know, popular. Uh, Harry Seacombe was at the one time a comic genius, but also was offered a career in the uh, the Covent Garden Opera. And so had his TV show where he'd come on and do uh, Monty Python-esque things, but also sing opera and, and, and very beautifully too. Um, and so that was a, it was because it was the only beginning of TV and uh, things were, were kind of different. And, and But know, a young Arthur saw a guy who could, do witty, witty satirical things, and also sing his butt off. It, it was already, <laughs> you know, how could how could I escape your, uh, you know, uh, maybe your appetite was, for learning? <laughs> maybe, yeah, that's it. That, that, you know, because I was young when I first started listening to the Goon Show. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna have to go look it up now because now I can even find everything. I'm gonna go back and look it up. And when you talk about. Uh, things with flaming helmets and all of that. Yeah. And there was a guy when I was young and I was uh, born on the English coast uh, mm -hmm. in a place called Whitby, which was where Bram Stoker wrote Dracula. And, um, and so there was this guy who used to come out in the 1920s swimsuit, you know, which was very proper. Yeah. <laughs> and um, he, he was also featured on the matchbox front that was, Captain Webb was the, the picture, and he would come out onto the pier, you know, which goes out into the ocean. Yeah. And um, there would be a crowd who would come from all over England of yeah. maybe two, two or three thousand people, which in those days was a big crowd. And he would stand on the end of the pier in his 1920s swimsuit, would take a cigarette. And he'd see it, and he'd do it mainly in the dark, but sometimes it would be during the day. And he'd see the glow off the end of his cigarette, and he would turn it round. Oh, he did. Put it in his mouth, still alive, and then he would dive. And he would dive into the water. It was quite a long way down, you know, uh, I don't know, 80 feet, something like that. And uh, then he'd be under the water and he'd stay there and he'd stay there and he'd stay there until people were going, oh, he must be dead. <laughs> and then uh, suddenly this hand would break the water, this head would break the water, this other hand could, would come over Mouth would open slightly, and he was still still alight, and he'd held his breath all this time. And and oh wow, thousands crazy. of people would come to see him do it. You know, maybe today they wouldn't because uh, there's so much stimulation. I don't. To me, I'm already thinking like like how do you discover that skill? You know, yeah. I, it's a weird skill yeah. set. I mean, well, actually, you, you've just lived in Texas, so I can imagine somebody's doing something at a lake and they fall off the back of a boat with a cigarette. And that's, that's maybe how we get discovered. I'm not putting this thing out, you know, and a cigarette go out and that's how it happened. But, but back then, I don't, I, you know, yeah. quite, a, quite, a, quite a thing. Yeah. That, yeah. Is, that is, that's crazy. That's well, crazy. Maybe, maybe, that, maybe that had an influence on me and having flames coming I, out of my head, you know. I, yeah. Well, I think everything you do, I think that's what it is. You, you absorb, you know, everything yeah. around you. And then you use it if you can, if it comes out, you know, and luckily, and that's one of the gifts you have, not only are you absorbing stuff, but you're using it at the right time. You know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. if you didn't, you'd probably be locked up. <laughs> if you were using those, things in, using those things in the wrong time, in the wrong places, you know what I mean? Like, what is wrong? It wouldn't be the crazy world. You would be in your own little <laughs> room, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it doesn't, of course, bring up the whole thing of censorship or no censorship. Well, yeah. You know, particularly when it comes to children and stuff, are you uh, are you going to want them to watch all the ads that they're able to watch? 
which in certain cases have been created. I remember there was one letter going around the one of the big corporations that said, mm -hmm. okay, we had a great year last year. We're going to make it even better this year. We're going to aim our main advertising at one year old children. What? Because they will see a picture, they will hear a sound or a voice. That's it. It's the link is made. And once it's made, it's made on such a deep level because they're developing. Yeah. We've got them for life. Did that did that did that company turn into um Nazi Germany? I mean, like who does that to babies? Like how that's not Nazi Germany. I, I know, but I'm saying that that but that is oh, so uh, devious. That is so morally corrupt. Yeah. You know. And it it is where a lot of our advertising goes. It's like, how do you maximize money? Well, you make sure that the person who pays you a bit of money will never not pay you a bit of money as soon as you put out a new product. And, I would be so bad. I would be so bad at that. I'm like, I, I'm so not about money, you know. <laughs> I'm just not. Not even, not even the show. The show's about creativity. I'm not even nerd my money. It's literally just about creativity. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you've got a great, a great open, open approach to it all. I love it. Well, it's, it's honest. It's, you know, it's who I am. It's, this has been a fantastic show. The first of probably hopefully many with the, with, with Arthur, um, you just, just chipping away at the brain and all the projects he has going on. There's a lot going on. So we'll take it a, a piece of it, piece of the pie at the time at a time. Um, mm -hmm. But, but for now, we'll, we've enjoyed their talk and, and just a sampling and hopefully the people are watching and get, start get an idea of who he is, go out or online or stream or go to his website, yeah, take a minute. Let's go to the website. The website, great images. That's shirts from the website. He's got a ton of different, really fun images. Some are in color, some are in black and white. It's kind of a tribal feel. It's very cool. Hoodie sweatshirts, mugs, and of course, all the great music's there. You know, everything's there. Take the time, learn them, understand them, because he'll be back. <laughs> and everyone needs a point of reference in our conversations, because we're going we're to talk about these other things. There's new projects. We might dip into some of his old stuff. And I clearly have a, a love of Kingdom Come and his other stuff and some of his other projects. Um, to end that, do you have anything you want to say to wrap up tonight's show? Anything you want to touch base on? No, just just that, yeah, it's been really enjoyable and, and uh, opened up all sorts of things just by talking. Fantastic. Love and that's what it is, isn't it? That's what it's all about. And that's what hopefully more people will do with you because, you yeah. Know, yeah. Yeah. So much. You're not. You're more than two two lines on a on a on, a, on an album cover. You're <laughs> you're like well, an encyclopedia I, set. <laughs> it's it's funny because you know the, 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 in regards to that, the, I remember um, being really uh, impressed and astonished when I heard, oh well, you know, there's, there's some bands that will say, I don't want you to take anything that I've, I've put out. And, and, and there are other bands like the Grateful Dead who put out a, a radio show saying, ah, yeah. these are the, uh, the licks and the things we've come up with for the last two weeks. Please do what you like with them because yeah. you know our show is our show and we'll do what we do. But this is uh, something for you. And I, that was just such an example to me of, of uh, how open it can be. Well, thank you. That's what it is. I mean, music has inspired me and and the artists have inspired me and you're one of them. And so now it's me gathering all my favorite artists to continue what I've been inspired you know, from, from what you guys have done to me. Just keep sharing it and hopefully more people will pick it up. You know what I mean? Yes. That that's what that's what the goal is. I mean, just to keep sharing this and and you know, and generationally I want more people to be aware of who you are and so much you've done. You know, there's so much great stuff out there. To be inspired by you know look if bob dylan yeah. can inspire punk rockers arthur brown can inspire anything <laughs> you know oh, you, you know with the, at the time like this when when all the uh, all the systems are dealing with things that we mm -hmm. are encountering as human beings that come under uh question and and have yeah largely being found failing um yeah. we need that that 
new visions constantly coming in to 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 overturn what has become a kind of stalemate and um, and hopefully make sure we don't return to how it was. <laughs> well, being generic, I think generalizing stuff and 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 fostering hate or staying even the same. I only like this type of music, or I only like this, or or vinyl's good, or or anything. I'm just making it music oriented, but. If we're in there, it's lazy and it's easy and it just festers this hate and anger and cancer inside of you. But if you can be creative, it's going to force you to think and it's going to be a little bit of work. But anything you've ever really worked for, most things are, are really worth it. And, yes. and when the more you do it, you keep doing it because it's it's an endorphin of, of, of feeling good, you know, and it's a good feeling good. It's not <laughs> one of the bad feelings of good, you know, that you're beating up on somebody for something. It's And that's really what we need to do. And, and this technology can allow it on some level. It's been awful on a level, but everything that's bad can be good if you use it the right way. Yes, I, I, I totally agree with that. The fact that we, you and I can have this conversation from sort of different planes and different parts of the world and different everything, but yet we are quite in the same plane right now. Yeah. But, but on paper, we're not. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and this has allowed that. And that's, once again, another piece of how you move forward with this kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Some heavy, some heavy stuff. I need a nap after talking to you, man. I'm so, all this thinking. <laughs> I'm going to a piece of chard from the garden. <laughs> I'm going to go lay out in the pool and, and just rumulate everything I heard and probably put on some more of your tunes. I think gonna, it's it's going to be a Zim Zam afternoon for me in the pool is what it's going to be today. People, this is it's great. It's, it's Arthur Brown. Thank you for being on the show and we'll see you again soon. All right, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank bye you. Bye. Okay. Okay. Bye.